Okay, um, brothers and sisters, something very beautiful happened when I came here, few things which I want to share. There was, uh, I think Sudha was uh, speaking about the organization of things. So the essence of organization is the right thing at the right time and the right place. This is what is called a Shastra. And it applies to all layers of human activity. And we can apply it to education. What is the right time to begin education? Mother says, before conception. Parents have a role to play. They are going to sow a seed. The Vedas tell us that we are a double or in fact a triple birth. There are at least two seeds or three seeds inside us, covering one over other. The original seed is the seed of the divine. He has put it in creation. We do not know it. We do not see it. Yet, there is a very simple evidence that this seed exists. What is the evidence? That there is something called as divine seed inside us. If I were to ask right now or any time, anywhere in this world, to anybody, few questions like, do you want beauty or ugliness? Do you want truth or falsehood, freedom or bondage, harmony or disorder, peace or agitation, happiness or suffering? Do you think there will be any second answer? Will there be any second answer? No. There is something in us which wants these things. But we are faced with the problem. This is the problem, original problem. All of us want these things, but in real time, our life is almost the opposite. We create discord. We have habits which leads to illness. <laughs> we, we carefully create situations that will make us suffer. <laughs> we all want love. But we are not ready to give love. <laughs> so, we all want knowledge. But we tightly hold to ignorance. I don't want to let go of ignorance. What is ignorance? I know it. That is ignorance. The moment I comes with knowledge, it is ignorance. Knowledge is nobody's property. It is truth. Like the sun shines. Can we say I own the sun? 
I am a psychiatrist. If somebody says I own the sun, people will refer him or her to me. <laughs> but the sun belongs to all. All can bask under it, grow with it, or shut their doors to it. Some people like when it is sunlight, still they want to sleep. That's a choice. I can choose to remain ignorant, but knowledge is like the sun. Who has lit up the sun? The source of all light. We heard that beautiful prayer. Tat Savitur Varam Rupam Jyotihi Parasyadhimahi The light of lights. It has lit up the sun, the stars. It is hidden in darkness. Everywhere there is light. There is no original darkness. So, knowledge is everywhere and we have to just learn how to open to it. This opening to knowledge in very beautiful word, Vidya. Vidya avidya. Vidya is to know and understand everything on the basis of this one truth which is in everyone. Avidya is when everything is different, different, different. We know properties, this, that, hundred things. So before I started the talk, Sanjeevji asked me yesterday, Sudha also asked me, or rather I was informed, Nilima, Sudha, that most people would know Tamil translation would be needed. I am okay with it. But I think there is a another language. Sanskrit, Tamil, all other languages, they are much later. There is something that comes before the language. That is the language of the heart. The original Veda. And if we can tune into that, understand that, then we understand. I give this simple example. Two people who speak same language, who come from the same background, how long do you think they can stay in the same room together without fighting? <laughs> it's a challenge, isn't it? I am not asking answers. <laughs> Sometimes not knowing the same language is an advantage. <laughs> you, you don't know that the other person is abusing you. <laughs> you simply say thank you. <laughs> What we have to understand, there is a very nice uh, uh, little saying I had, uh, I used to collect these sayings so as a child student, uh, I had put it in my room. saying was about friends, two friends, who is a friend? 
And the saying said, if you cannot understand my silence, you cannot understand my words. Some of the most profound teachings are given in silence. I do not know whether you noticed or not, I am sure you must have. There was almost 10-15 minutes of beautiful silence. We were waiting. And it was one of the most beautiful gifts of this conference, to me at least. I love silence, it's so beautiful. What you do in that silence and with that silence defines us. Some were restless. I'm not saying about here. Some people get restless. Some look at the watches. Some are having thoughts. Some chatter. (laughs) Some have their own logic. (laughs) But some simply enjoy the silence as a gift of grace. Most precious gifts. Nowadays especially. Most precious gift. As somebody has said, we have lost the ability to stand and stare at the stars, at the world and it fills us all with wonder. Wonder is gone. Why have we lost the wonder? Children lose wonder. Why? Because we teach them (laughs) answers. They have answers without questions. Teaching doesn't take place like that. Teaching starts with seeking. See, when there was no book, books are written now. In India we had an oral tradition. Wonderful. It has lot of merits but I am not touching upon that. Oral tradition. But before even language was born, before there were schools. How did people learn? I love to quote this story of Satyakam Jabali from our scriptures. He is a young boy. He goes to Guru and he says, I want Brahmagyan. What is Brahmagyan? Brahmagyan is highest knowledge. And what does it is meant by highest knowledge? That it is defined beautifully. That having known which all else can be known. It is like the secret key. So Guru tells him, the story has many beautiful things. It's about who is the adhikari of knowledge. So he says you find out your First you write your father's name, dad's name, mummy's name. The child comes back and says, My mummy says, I don't know who is your father. I work as a maid. In many houses, I have served many masters. But this I know that you are my son. How will we interpret this? 
the child goes and repeats the same to the guru guru says a mother who has the courage to speak like this is a great woman come you are you deserve the highest knowledge but what we teach children how to put up a show oh i am this i am that not realizing the real man that we were just reading the real comes when all these artificial identities are stripped bare that's why i said silence is so important so what does the guru do to the student he says take 100 cows feeble cows weak cows to the forest come back when they become 400 strong and healthy the disciple says all right strange way of teaching no classroom nowhere nobody is teaching no teacher is appointed and he comes back with 400 cows and the guru sees his face is full of light he has got the knowledge he says i got a knowledge from fire i got a knowledge from the cow i got a knowledge from <laughs> falling in the well everything because knowledge is everywhere if we have the seeking we will learn even when nothing is around us and if we don't have the seeking then information we are at this the difference between artificial intelligence and human intelligence and human intelligence to be upgraded to divine intelligence this is the difference so he comes back so guru says the story does not end here guru says you have learned everything you are a brahmagyani what more can i teach you this is the last test and the disciple says no 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 i want to learn from you you see that quality of humility humility is not before people we say ah, i am nothing no no humility is to know that whatever we may learn how much ever we may know we still know nothing what happens when we have humility we want to learn we want to grow so this is the quality that must come in children this quality is often finished by the system of marks i am 99% i know more than the 95% and the 95% his goal is only to be 100% only how small we have made education all the time we can learn see we were lighting the lamp we learned something it's a beautiful symbol so beautifully we touched each other hands 
and the thought in my mind that flashed that time was we are five or six holding each other hands but many of us are joined because of our hearts isn't it we were together in heart it is not always necessary to join hand it is important to join heart when heart is the center this is the missing piece of modern education puzzle all is mind 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 and the left brain my favorite joke there are two sides of the brain left and right the left has nothing right in it <laughs> and the right has nothing left in it <laughs> okay <laughs> but we forget there is also the heart heart is not just about emotions emotions are there important emotions without emotion life is like khichdi without tadka or rasgulla without rasa <laughs> so emotion gives joy that's okay that's emotion is not only the heart is where the true person is that's why we say vanakam namaste we don't say vanakam or vanakam no he look way say is fellow what's wrong with him <laughs> but if we do this we don't even have to say anything he yeah, understand no why because instinctively without any book we know this is where the real person is this is where i am this is where you are and what is that me it is not all this outer personality it has its place so first thing in education is to bring the center right the center is deep within our heart hidden how to bring it out you see how to know in this audience who likes sweets if you suddenly put on the table the best sweet ras kadam or whatever you know suddenly you will see some eyes oh <laughs> after the talk <laughs> i mean depending on what we like <laughs> so this real person does not wake up because we are not giving food to him we are giving newspaper information left brain likes it whatsapp gyana sometimes left sometimes right sometimes uh, only the cord <laughs> so uh, reactions what is the food for this real person what does it want it knows it is the seed of the divine like a baby seeks the mother instinctively this little baby seeks the divine as mother father everything instinctively so what we are missing today 
I'm saying from an Indian context, I come from a background where every day we had Ramayana or something like a puja in the house, so many festivals in India. So what is the essence of all this? It's not the outer ritual. But there is the divine presence from childhood, as Shurabindu says, everything is a sacred dossier. It's something sacred. The sense of the sacred. You see, people say there is a program called Indian Idol. No, I am not fond of it, but I know it exists. <laughs> And they say it is a copy of American Idol. And I have to tell them, no sir, there is a very important difference. What is the difference? Format is same. But in Indian Idol, often I see, when somebody is going to perform, they touch. When the judge says, very nice, they bow down. They do pranam. What is this? This little touch that changes everything. I may have everything except this one thing. So, we should create an environment. I'm not saying we have to tell them this story or that scripture. We have to find a way. I have my way. Each one has to find their way. How to give food to this psychic being? Sometimes the food can be simply in silence, sit and reflect. And what do you reflect? Whatever is highest, reflect on that. Whatever you can conceive as highest. This psychic entity wants to progress. Endlessly. That's why it is called as child. Kumara. Kartike. Is Kumara. Is fire. Always conquering new things. He is a conqueror. Deva Senapati. Whatever he conquers, all the gods will come. They will help him. He is a Kumara. He is forever young. Always going into new things. Agni is also called sometimes as Balaka. It is the youngest of the young. So, the second thing which helps is progress. Flame of progress. Progress does not come by ready-made information. It is the best way to kill progress. Progress comes by awakening the seeking. And then yes, teachers have to be facilitators. When the child seeks, he will find somebody and you have to facilitate. I am just touching some key sutras, not the details. Because that's a long subject. Urge for progress. Joy of progress. And when does progress comes? When we don't have an end point. 
passing the exam, coming first in exams, taking up a job. So I have met people after they have a job. I ask them what next, so they don't know what next. <laughs> I will get married, what next? Children, what next? Children's children, what next? Ayyavah, Yamaraj will come one day. What is this? <laughs> we should be able to say at the point of even death when Yama comes, we can tell him you are not the right guy. I have heard your name is also Dharmaraj. We want Dharma. We don't want Yama. See, that is progress. He will ask, who taught you this? <laughs> Dharma teaches us, it liberates us. Dharma is a very profound word. There should be a whole seminar someday on Dharma. Dharma is not do's and don'ts. Dharma is the truth of each individual. Every element in creation, every creature has the Dharma inbuilt. Dharma is shown as a wheel in Indian thought, isn't it? Dharma chakra. So you know what is the beauty of the wheel? Why it is shown as a wheel? So everybody will say this quality, that quality, all the spokes. But what do we miss? The center remains the same in a wheel. And as it moves, each quality evolves. So dharma, is a very beautiful term. Dharma is that which we hold on to. If everything is taken away from us and we are left with nothing, what will be we fall back upon? Can we say that about the divine in our life? That is dharma, core. And also, that which holds us and connects us all together. So that is dharma. And here in education, each child has or each soul has its own dharma, swadharma, its own way of developing. Simple analogy, Jayanti ji said something beautiful about flowers. Yes, each flower is different, not only in variety, even in its requirement. Some flowers or some plants, let me generalize it, need more sunlight some need shade, some need to be shifted, some need more water, some need less water. Isn't it? So each child has his own swadharma, but it gets covered. That is what our Indian Yoga Vedanta tells us. It is covered. Covered by what? What covers our swadharma? Desires, ambitions. Who brings desire into the child's head? Parents, wonderful people. <laughs> My child must become this. Finished, we have finished the child. We are playing like putna, poison milk. Why should he become what you want the child to become? 
the child should become what he is meant to become. That is Swadharma. And the Gita goes on to say something very beautiful. Swadharmo nidhanam shreya paradharmo bhayavaha It is better to die following one's own true law of being than to follow another way of life. We have forgotten it. Swadharma, free progress means this. In ashram school there is free progress. Supposed to be, not, not that there is, but supposed to be. When mother was asked, what is free progress? She said, progress guided by one's soul. Finished. <laughs> so we don't know the soul. But we have seen evidence that soul exists. Soul also likes certain things. What it likes? Beauty, good and truth. Satyam, Shivam, Sundaram. Beauty, beauty in environment, atmosphere. There was a school in which people were spitting here, there on the wall. And they asked me, what should I do? We do. I said, create the atmosphere of the place so beautiful. Everything, paint, plants. Then tell me after some time. Now children have stopped running because it's so beautiful. Beauty has become so powerful now. But beauty is not only outer. Beauty is more importantly inner. It is like the fragrance of a flower. Inner beauty expresses itself through qualities. This is something which is so important. How to inculcate qualities in children? Not, thank God, not through moral science textbooks. Right, wrong, right, wrong. Only reason why we studied, I, in a convent school, I studied moral science, I had to study. But we wanted to study because it was the easiest subject, maximum marks you can get. <laughs> okay? So how to bring that Ideal, sense of ideal, it is again missing today. Who is our ideals? Bollywood, Tollywood, Collywood, Hollywood, we don't know what, what wood, it makes wood out of us. How did we create such a civilizational value with high ideals? Through stories. Through the Ramayana, through the Mahabharata, all the complex questions of life. I am a psychiatrist by profession, so people have often asked me when I have taken classes, Sir, tell us the best textbook in psychology that I can read. Standard answers are all those textbooks here and there. So I tell them, read the Mahabharata. You will know all about human nature, human personality, Archetypes, conflicts, all the conflicts that you can imagine are there. See how Gita starts, conflict. Should I listen to my mom and dad or should I listen to truth or should I fight or not fight? All these are everyday problems, no? The Gita gives us an answer. What is Gita's answer? See, 
listen to the truth in you listen to the divine will listen to dharma nothing goes beyond it how beautiful answer always there will be confusion no my husband is saying something husbands are always saying something they want wife to become like them or follow them not become like them sorry that is dangerous ha huh? they want her to follow them but wives are very smart they will say yes yes wait for 20 years the husband will be following the wife indian women are very smart they will say yes 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 slowly <laughs> he won't even realize <laughs> but in marriage what do we do what is at the center not husband not wife fire fire of aspiration arch for progress together see so when we turn to these great works there is an ideal people say ideal you give to children they can't follow real life practical is different you know life has survived and evolved just because of few mad men who had the courage to follow an ideal even if they crashed they helped mankind some mad person thought i must fly he made wings from feather of birds put around with a thread and wax and flew he fell he died but his will to fly did not die we have our own version of the story jatayu and sampati sampati falls he tries to reach the sun he falls hanuman also falls trying to swallow the sun but sampati even when he falls his sight he gains he can see hundreds of miles he becomes useful even in his fall he helps the cause but more importantly the will to fly does not die if 100 people follow an ideal even if none reaches in their lifetime thousand will follow it after 100 years or thousand years even if none reaches after 10000 one person will touch the ideal and many will open the door this is how life is many approximations and that is the great joy of pursuing an ideal you may not reach mount everest but you have the joy of climbing doing something which is truly great this urge for progress this ideal before us this seemingly impossible task that man dares to take up as a great challenge long time back in a meeting okay i'll summarize soon long time back in a meeting somebody yeah, or a will meeting someone asked a person but uh, oroville is full of difficulties full of difficulties so somebody gave a very nice answer he said that's why it is i like it <laughs> challenges somebody asked me similarly oh i thought it is a utopia 
I said, you have not read Shiv Purana. <laughs> utopia is never ready-made. Even a ready-made utopia has to be deserved. You can't walk into heaven and say, I deserve it. No, no, I, I have reached here, therefore I will have it. Heaven is not just a space. It is as much an inner space. If you don't have this here, heaven will become hell. Like people who are not fond of flowers, when they go to a, you know, one of the problem between husband and wife is, husband don't know that their smell of the socks is so horrifying. (laughs) And they don't notice flowers. They are not used to the heaven that the woman has created. They like their hell. Don't disturb me, I am okay this way. I want to throw my books here and there. (laughs) Okay, so utopia has to be built. Why? Because then we deserve it and we enjoy it. And that takes us to that question of discipline and freedom. Discipline helps in setting us free. If we don't know how to discipline ourselves, Madam used the word lower nature. If we are not ready to remove the covering of desire, ambition, ego, all this, how will we find the real parasmani? What is it called? Touchstone, philosopher's stone. We can't discover it. So all discipline in a sense is this. Discipline is a goal-directed activity. It is not an activity, sit and stand, that is elementary, that is just to train us. But the sense of discipline is, if I resolve to do something, I must do it, whatever it takes. This is the essence of discipline. Can we realize any aim in life without discipline? Can we prepare food without discipline? Can I eat food without discipline? Discipline is there in the world. The right word is order, rhythm, harmony. And that makes us free. If I enter into the sea and I say, whatever way I will do, then I will just drown. But if I know the secret of the sea, then I will swim and enjoy. So discipline helps us to get the delight of everything. So this has to be brought to the children And they will learn. And very beautifully as you said, there is a reason why as they grow up they are more disciplined. Why? Because for children, this is what is taught. Children, okay they can be free. You know the reason? Children don't even have their capacities and faculties which have come up. So if you over discipline a child, child will become very um, underconfident. He won't experiment, he won't try to find out who he is, he will become papa's or mama's best boy. We don't want best boys, we have had many. Some children become teacher's best boy. So they say, teacher ji, teacher ji very happy. No. So children you allow freedom to explore. Then once their capacity is begun to come out, then discipline is required because then it is dangerous. So in a tree we have these three stages. One, when the seed is growing, it comes out. Then when it is small, you need to fence it. And then when it grows into a tree, it is free. And what all a tree needs, a seed needs, that's what a child needs. 
it needs what it needs a solid base earth in which so we all must find our rootedness for a child the rootedness is family and the next is country this modern thought which is destroying the spirit of family and destroying the spirit of country you have to go beyond it but if you don't root here it is very very harmful and damaging first rootedness is there mother tongue little things you know child belongs to something yes it has to go way beyond but that is earth earth element then what is required water what is water love love is always poured water comes down it never goes up unless you heat it so what so love from that which is higher to that which is below it and it can be any divine love is that from the highest height to the depths of creation this love but right amount too much water stifles a plant too little water dries it up right then it needs agni fire five elements no how to give fire urge for progress and the home of fire is sun so you have to show something towards which they must move fire is takes everything up unlike water it takes everything up it purifies everything so urge for progress can purify so much in us it can refine us because i want to know more i want to do better i want to be more refined more taste in music anything so it tends to lift everything up and up toward the sun the source so they should have that awaken that and it requires air now air is moving all over the world water moves in limited territory so they must know how to get the best of this whole world let noble thoughts come to us from every side as the vedas say ekam sadvipra bahuda vadanti and air has this quality of also taking many things away from us it should not stagnant stagnate in a small closed room air needs to circulate and flow knowledge should be shared love should be shared joy should be shared this idea of sharing with children otherwise they know only to receive get 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 is such a beautiful thing and then space space is infinity don't fix a limit to what they can be what they should become should not become that's where we need to give maximum freedom maximum freedom is to be what deep within i am meant to be and there is no limit to that and this is in a nutshell obviously a teacher has to have all these things you can't we can't make somebody child um, have the psychic being unless we have discovered child may ask sir have you found your soul <laughs> you are telling nice things from the book quoting from mother and shravindo so we should be able to say what else is there to find when swami ramtirth gave a talk audience asked sir are you trying to say that you have a soul we all have a soul he said no 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 you got me wrong huh what are you saying i said i am a soul and i have a body 
सो बॉडी माइंड लाइफ हार्ट पर्सनैलिटी इज एन इंस्ट्रूमेंट ऑफ द सोल हैंस इट शुड बी डेवलप्ड ऑफ एन इन इंटीग्रल एजुकेशन वी से एवरी थिंग शुड बी डेवलप्ड बट वॉट इज द रोल ऑफ इच वन सोल इज द मास्टर द ईश दैट्स हाउ इट इज कॉल्ड ना अनिश then it becomes ish initially it is anish it must become the master the lord and personality should be befitting i may know all the music inside but i don't have an instrument to play what is the use so development of personality mind heart emotions vital life energy body all this is important why because the soul has to express itself through these instruments so all of them must be developed but we should know the reversal of the role the body should not govern the soul what is meant by it i want to meditate but i have too much pain in my leg when the leg pain is cured oh i feel very tired today oh i'll read tomorrow what is happening now the body and vital is governing the soul I want to progress, have Brahma Jnana, but my mind says, "Who knows?" Guru is telling you, "Arey, arey, Guru has gone." There are minds which tell like that. I doubt. Then what will happen? We will remain circling in the cloud of doubt. So, the mind has to obey the soul. Then we need no other authority. if the mind obeys the soul the heart obeys the soul the body obeys the soul makes the right movement at the right gesture we don't need to have a handbook of do's and don'ts of life so this is in a nutshell a composite um, i don't want to stick a label view or understanding i have just spoken what has occurred at this point of time just shared <laughs> and thank you so much i don't know uh, what next uh, if you have questions uh, whatever you want to summarize thank you and now kosha and oreo have experiments in frivolous education how do you see oops <laughs> okay thank you so much uh, i'll answer it with a little bit of uh, touch of irony and humor there is freedom and there is progress but there is no free progress most of the places because uh, condition of free progress as the mother has said progress guided by your own soul your swadharma and i feel uh, i am not saying all the people i am saying generally we have this idea that if we allow children freedom to explore they will progress it's good it's the second best substitute because if you explore you will end up probably discovering something experimenting that's okay but without really discovering that deep essence of things as in the beginning i think you said very beautifully uh, that everything has its right place to discover that place we must know who we are what we are meant to be 
we should give them periods of silence according to me is this what i understand when they should reflect on these three questions who am i very important who am i what is the purpose purpose of life my purpose my aim goal call it whatever and we can summarize it in one sentence where am i going who am i where am i going where do i want to go and the third which is as important missing where do i come from it may sound very strange see one of the problems we face today is disunity all over the world and mother was asked how can humanity become one she gave a beautiful answer by becoming conscious of its origin see that is so beautiful when we discover the origin then all these outer differences they are they have their place unity in diversity yes but very often we forget the substrate of unity yes diversity is natural <laughs> of course uh, not sameness some people try to create sameness diversity is beautiful but this diversity is does not mean chaos anything anywhere we have diversity like the waste paper basket so everything in its right place and the connecting thread is common origin common aspiration a single will we have that beautiful uh, sloka in agni mantra mala sangachatvam sangvadatvam sango manasi this was the foundation of bharatvarsh when that dasajin rajne when they went together they they recited this mantra she was sist so basically what is my origin and my origin if lord some common sense is there in us we will say firstly we are all humans all else has come later religion came later everything else came later customs traditions everything came human is a common but what is human two eyes one nose two ears no <laughs> what is human humans are defined by this urge for progress this is something uniquely human shubhendra says animal is satisfied with a modicum of necessity gods are content with their splendor but human beings ever dissatisfied nature this in a child so free progress means each one progresses along the lines intended or the divine intention or the divine purpose within it requires a very uh, i won't use the word sophisticated very subtle kind of approach to children and even if few teachers or one teacher is there i'm sure there are everywhere or will of course certainly ashram i am aware of some people who who have this spontaneous contact with their soul 
Children have it, we finish it. Children have it. Children have to make an effort to tell a lie. They ask, Papa, you are here. You want me to tell them, you have gone. No? Children are in contact with their souls. Most children are. Almost all children. You can see it with their eyes. Such a frankness. Such a spontaneous. They don't say, oh, you speak different language. No, 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 no. Child goes to the lab. Happy. He just feels, okay, safe. That's all that the child feels. He feels love. So it's important to understand, bring out that element. Children have it. At least we should not finish it and if they have the urge to progress then we have to give them all the possible opportunities to progress that is what freedom implies so sometimes one child may want one particular approach or a language provide the opportunity that's how in ashram originally it was planned one child wants to do lot more in mathematics another child is interested in music so accordingly we have to arrange the education after a certain level. Obviously for children it will be common. So I don't know how it is practiced here and now even ashram how it is practiced. But at least from the ashram setup, it's it even when mother it was very difficult and challenging. So there are questions of teachers and the mother takes pains to explain. So one simple way is that all the teachers in a school regardless of her beliefs, non-beliefs, faith, whatever it is, read Mother and Shurabindu together, at least on education. Swadhyaya. It is very helpful. You were speaking about, you know, reading with Kirit Bhai together, because then we will know exactly and we will get inspired. This may be happening already. I know some schools which do it. So it's a very good practice. And then we can reflect, we can do with it many things, reflect how to implement it. But this is what my feeling is. Yes, please. Yes. I think I can hear. So, yeah. hmm. Good morning. You have said two points. One is regarding Guru and Shikshat. Here, I think the education depends very much on example. If I give example, I can educate. If I am not just talking and not living, then it will sense. Yes. And that is where I think we should do in the most sense that we are becoming an example. Living an example for your teaching, maybe less. It's not for yourself, but for yourself. It is not all possible to do today. But what I can do, I can do. That is for me, but I think technically, all important rules are the same. What are our rules? This is what I'm Because I think we have to move back from the effect together, but it's changing. Time is So we have to change also or develop the rules also and say, what is the law? Of 
Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, one is, uh, yes, influence and example along with the word. In fact, word has a power only when it flows from a deep truth of our being. Otherwise, word is meaningless. There is a story about that king who, uh, one of his ministers said, I want a few months to practice Gayatri Mantra. King said, don't fool me. You are basically wanting holiday. He said, no, no, I want to do this mantra sadhana. What mantra sadhana? I know Gayatri Mantra. I can repeat it. Most people know. So minister understood that he has not understood. So minister suddenly shouted, Hey, all of you, to the, uh, to the court uh, people, uh, arrest the king. So everybody looked, what is he doing? Then the king got angry and he said, arrest this minister. Immediately they came and wanted to arrest the minister. So the minister said, see, you also said the same thing, I also said the same thing. <laughs> but they listened to you and they laughed at me. This is what is called as a mantra sadhana. So every word we speak, we must live it. And by living it within us, the example flows naturally. Also, as I said, we can create examples. We had those, I have grown up in, in, in that kind of culture, where uh, my yardstick was, uh, Sri Rama till he was surpassed by Sri Krishna, I thought Sri Krishna is unsurpassable till I found Sri Aurobindo. <laughs> and the mother, they have surpassed everything. So that ideal also can be created when it's missing in human beings. It's difficult. So Sri Aurobindo and the mother's life is an ideal. I look at it like that. I often suggest people read their life. It may be difficult to read their philosophy or to do the yoga. Read their life, it will inspire us. Reading Ramayana is doing yoga. So this one part, lives of the great ones who remind us how to walk through life. Rootedness 5000 years in the Vedas is very interesting. What, is, what does the Vedas say about our root? They say truth is the foundation. So we, <laughs> we, we cannot. Even if 10,000 years further, truth will still be the foundation. So we don't have to disconnect and be rooted here. We have to be rooted in truth because that is what the Vedas teach us. But what is their definition or understanding of truth? They say, number one, we cannot define it. We cannot limit it. It's vast. It is supreme harmony. Truth automatically brings harmony. Mother has given a definition. Truth cures. It cures us of all disorder, suffering, evil. You see, so much because we have stifled truth and then we cover one false, one other false, another false. Then we have to struggle. One day, say, speak the truth to yourself to start with. See how liberating it is. So truth liberates. It sets us free into the vast. It gives us courage, strength, power. It empowers us. So when we take that understanding of the Vedas, which we spoke about 5,000, 10,000 years back, it means we are rooted in truth. And that is a great civilizational value which can never be undermined. Mother and Shurabindo, in today's context, still it is truth. Because it is the basis of all things, the basis of creation. 
and we must explore discover it obviously truth has many masks and truth is one and infinite so it has many masks we have to understand how to find it that's where the context comes of a time and space so if for me i'm now there are so many paths to truth but once i choose i'm not making it contextual that this is what my goal is let us say the mother and shurbindo give me to my understanding integral vision of truth you know in the beginning what sanjeev was introducing everybody has some truth i had read all the philosophies indian western vedas upanishads the gita shri ramakrishna can't get everything but it didn't satisfy me i didn't feel it is complete but once i find the completest truth in shurbindo i i i'm not saying about somebody else should find or not then i have to give myself completely to it i can't then say little bit of this i mean that's what is sincerity so each there are many ways to truth but what is that side truth has many sides also i don't want to find impersonal truth that doesn't go with me somebody else may be happy i don't want to find the truth of solitary salvation or enjoying some heaven that's not me as a doctor and even as a sensitive boy i saw so much suffering in this world not in my own life very lucky mother's grace <laughs> everything was smooth without any shadow she carried literally carried me and carries me but when you look around you see so much evil suffering for me truth was something which can cure it correct it i am not interested in finding truth which is beyond the world so mother and sure bindu now the moment i admit that then it becomes contextual i must follow what mother and sure bindu tell me the path to undertake of course i am nobody and i would never want everybody should follow the same path this is what the beauty of again the vedas is it, it doesn't believe in any outer conversion but it believes in the inner conversion so this is keeping it very simple truth is the foundation and that foundation is not below but urdharva mula it is high above it is reflected below and that truth we must discover the thing that we must inculcate in a child with regard to this particular issue is love for truth truth cannot emerge where there is fear truth in speech truth in feelings truth in thought truth in will nothing should contradict truth in my physical actions in air force i have been 20 years we have parties we used to serve liquor my thing was i don't want to serve people said you won't get promotion i say i don't care i want to live by my highest and it was very good people ended up saying oh he is a man of integrity that was liquor stand by what you believe in true if we can give them children teach this that truth is the foundation believe in truth discover truth relentlessly discover truth i think we have connected them both to the vedas and to today and to tomorrow because truth is the unshakable foundation of all things